It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 43. I star on a huge streaming service. The Tucson film industry had been in remission for years until suddenly one of the main three streaming services decided to film a pilot in the old Pueblo. I saw the open casting call for background actors in several places, but ignored all of them. The potential series had something to do with a getaway driver for an emerging crime syndicate in the 1970s Southwest. Somehow a cool car was supposed to be important too. The show sounded interesting, but I figured the production was already inundated with college students wanting to be famous, and a leading man like me doesn't audition. Eventually, my mom forwarded me the casting announcement from the newspaper at a time when I wasn't doing anything else, so I broke out of apathy and sent in the same best photos of myself I curated for dating profiles. After I sent in my photos, I caught that I didn't answer the written questions and responded again with all the information filled out correctly. With some embarrassment after my inability to follow simple directions, I let my mom know I answered the casting call and then forgot the whole thing happened. About a month later, while wandering the hallways at the lame case management agency, I stopped in front of Contessa's doorway and read an inbound email. Huh, I said as I opened a message from the production studio. Looks like the streaming giant wants me for its pilot, but I'd have to stay available for COVID-19 testing multiple times this week and next. Make it work, shouted Contessa. You have my permission. Make it work. With Contessa's blessing to put my real job on the back burner, I sat at my desk and filled out additional forms from the show. I needed to upload my COVID vaccination record and enter account numbers to accept direct deposits. As I read over the generic contract, I quickly calculated a big payday. The show was paying me $100 per COVID test, of which there were many, $50 for an hour wardrobe fitting on Saturday, $250 for an eight-hour shoot the next Saturday, and $30 an hour overtime every hour thereafter. My thoughts raced like a 1970s getaway driver. Why the hell do I hang out at my regular bullshit job if TV pays this much? I was nervous walking on to base camp for the fitting. I felt like the crew from Hollywood was going to judge us local Tucsonans chomping at the bit to feel special for once. I followed the signs with arrows reading background actors and extras and made a mental note to correct anybody at my real job who accidentally called me an extra. My paperwork clearly said background actor and that must be more important. Then I came to a barrier that read no background actors or extras beyond this point and took personal offense. Suddenly, a fancy woman with an apron full of sewing supplies introduced herself to me and pulled me into a huge dressing trailer. From there, she and some of her staff pulled clothes for me and also warned me that everything was vintage and to do my best not to damage any of it. I tried on several suits and some loungewear from the 1970s. I learned I was a background actor in a lobby 
and bar scene and was going to look like a guest of the hotel. They took several photos of me in each outfit and I really wanted the tight colorful pants and open silk shirt they put me in around the midpoint of my hour. Unfortunately, the fancy woman and her staff settled on a simple brown and orange suit. While I wore the suit, they marked areas that needed modifications with pins before bagging it all up and labeling with my name. I hesitated, letting myself get too excited until after the fitting, thinking that at any moment I could receive an email saying I was no longer needed. When the last work week at my regular job leading up to the shoot reached the point coworkers started sharing plans for the weekend, I said shit like, well, you guys enjoy your time off. I have to go to work at my other job filming your next season of high quality entertainment. My deadpan coworker Horatio asked me, are you in the Screen Actors Guild? And I didn't know if that was a real question or a sick burn. The email with my final itinerary didn't arrive until after 10 p.m. the eve of the shoot. The complicated shoot was taking place in an old hotel downtown. Downtown itself was taken over by trains of trailers related to the filming. Some of the trailers were just incredibly posh mobile bathrooms. Hollywood is amazing. I showed up ready to work, but most of my day was just waiting around. I sat in a tent with other background actors, about 20 of us, and eventually a group of 10, not me, were called away to get dressed for a construction site scene. I waited longer. The group of 10 that included me was finally called to dress, and I received my wardrobe from the fitting. After I put on my suit, we were told to grab lunch from catering and keep waiting. And my God, the food was delicious. We got to eat several times that day, be mindful of wardrobe, and everything was delicious and best of all free. I love Hollywood. Looking around, most of the women background actors were either young and beautiful or old in a stereotypical way. The men had a widely different range. We all looked pretty whack. When the fancy woman came around to check our final looks, she told me I could skip hair and go straight to makeup. I guess my real look is anachronistic for the 2020s, but right at home in the 1970s. We were finally called for the hotel scene. Masks off. Masks on, masks off. We never got a break from taking off and then putting on our masks. At least Hollywood takes COVID more seriously than the high school I recently quit. When I finally made my way on set with my other background actors, an assistant director grabbed both me and a young woman and said we were going to be a married couple. He pointed out across the dimly lit hotel lobby that led up into a bar full of fake cigarette smoke and directed us to stroll the length of the floor, walk all the way behind the bar, and sit to the back left of some main character and order drinks from the bartender. He had us go through the motions for him once, then asked my TV wife, Miss, are you comfortable with him touching you more affectionately? She consented, and I put all my online dating experience on display. We then shot that same scene over and over again for hours. Another assistant director got into a disagreement with the first one over my glasses, and depending on with whom I last spoke, I had to take them off or put them back on. I got nervous that I was going to get a problematic reputation when that second assistant director saw me wearing them again, took my photo, and sent an inquiry to the show's creator. He who directed two of the last three installments in the world's most well-known epic space franchise definitively decided my glasses stayed on. Eventually, the creator showed up to direct the next scene. 
the series star also showed. The star took the same breaks we did, and the female background actors absolutely swooned over him. I watched from a distance and again lamented not pursuing an acting career. I thought I was more handsome than the star, other than he was way taller than me. I guess that's an important difference. I thought back to the Lame Case Management Agency, the Hummingbird Academy, and Esperanza Siempre, and realized I was meant for bigger things. Well, I did help a lot of kids. I guess that's an important accomplishment. But damn, I could do that anyway if I were a famous movie star. My TV wife and I started spending break time together, and I let her know how much more enjoyable this whole experience was having a partner. The other background actors who had to open doors, light cigarettes, walk or pour drinks or whatever by themselves didn't look like they were having as much fun. In our second scene, we had to react to a brawl and chase through the lobby. If the pilot ever makes its way to streaming, you will definitely see me at the side of your screen. I was the closest background actor to the camera when the star and the female lead ran away from a huge charging bad guy with a bloody nose. I went home that night and updated my resume to include professional actor. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com